Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Amanda, what up? Jeffrey Moody, what up? You guys hear me okay? Hello, hello, welcome to the live. Happy to have you. You're the first one in. Roman soccer, what's up? What up, guys? You know what it is. Thank you for the thumbs up, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, could you put in perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O, B-Pro? I would appreciate that. Let's see what we got here. Yes. We can hear you great. Awesome. Sounds great. Looks great. (laughs) We already know that. Zachariah, what up? Welcome, thanks for joining. Happy to have you. Let's see what we got here. Sage of DBZ, what up? JJFK24, welcome to the live. Uh, Cairo, or underscore C-H-I-X-R-O, hello, hello. Few questions, DBZ's already getting straight into the questions, I like that. Sonia, haven't seen you in the live before, welcome to the live, happy to have you. Instagram, with an H, underscore 72, what's up? JJFK, you know, just... Preparing for another another episode of MSL, you know what I mean? Because you guys know what it is. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining in the live. I'm going to do a little bit of research because uh, you, you guys know me. I get super mixed up. So Todor helps me edit all these videos. Shout out Todor. Um, watches the live replays. He's our lead of... Con- Wait. Lead... He's our, he's our lead editor. That's what it is. He's our lead editor. He got a promotion uh, a couple months ago, and now he manages and runs and uh, handles all of our content. So shout out Todor when he's watching this. Underscore Mike, welcome to the call. Matt K945, welcome, happy to have you. Um, guys, you know what it is. Alex, the suspect, joined in on the live. And I'm doing a little bit of research because <clears throat> speaking of Todor, ask a oh, let me see. Yeah. So speaking of this, Todor let me know a couple of episodes ago. Blake, what up? That uh, I I mixed up and fell behind on the Ask a Soccer Pro show. So I think last, the last week, I I said we're episode 19, and I think we're actually episode 18, so I'm gonna try to get back on sync. So Katie, when you're re-watching this, or downloading this, label this as Ask a Soccer Pro episode 19.2. Do that, so we, so Todor can get it all cut up. So sorry about that, guys. I wanted to make sure we're, we're getting all set up over there, but we're good to go. You know what it is. It is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode 19.2. Cause we're doing 19 again. Cause I was messing up. Cause I thought last week was 19, but last week was 18. So Totor has helped us sort that out. So Totor, let me know if I fix that. If not, and we gotta redo it, no problem. But guys, you know what it is. I'm 11 year MLS pro. Quincy Marquois currently play for DC United. 
I'm in my 11th year professional in Major League Soccer. And on the Ask the Soccer Pro Show, we go deep into the MSL. Yes, I said I play for the, I play in the MLS, but what I'm really playing is MSL, baby. The Mental Strength League. That's what we're playing, that's what I'm playing. If you're not playing, you're just a pawn in the game that's being played around you. And what we talk about in the Ask the Soccer Pro Show is how to thrive, how to survive and thrive in the MSL. Because that's all it really is, guys. The soccer game, you know, the game you're playing is just a physical manifestation of the, the game that's going on in your mind. And that's what we talk about here. We talk about ways to develop the mental side of the game, which in turn helps develop your confidence both on and off the field, helps you create plans of attack to overcome the temporary obstacles you may face in day to day. Because you know, if there's problems you're running into on the soccer field, chances are you're running into a similar problem off of the soccer field. And we come together every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, now that I'm out here on the East Coast. And uh, you can get your questions answered by an over decades long pro. And you know what it is. So guys, any and all questions you've got for me, soccer, not soccer related, MSL related, please start dropping those in the live section below. I'm happy to have all you guys uh, joining in as always. I know a lot of you are starting to become regulars, which I appreciate having you guys here. We're building a sweet community and uh, we're here to help each other as best as possible. And for those of you who don't know, who may be joining in on the first time, because I know there's a couple of you that are joining in live, 99.9% .9 of everything I cover, I have already answered in my book, our book, me, Ross, Mark, and now Ryan and a couple other guys have been downloading all of our knowledge of the game into our book, The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, Master the Nine Keys of Soccer Success, and guess what? The book is free, so there's no excuse not to get it. I know a lot of people in the live have already gotten their copy. They've read it, and they've gotten amazing results, which is why they show up here every week so we can get more of their specific questions answered. But if you haven't gotten a copy of that book, make sure you go over to perfectsoccerskills.com book to get yours today. Both digital and physical copies available. So, uh, sorry, how do you get the goal scoring? Sage of DBZ. I got you. I got you on that one. So let me, let me. So as you guys know, regulars, we've been getting into making sure each show is themed and we make sure each theme is relative to the AmeriCorps process. So the AmeriCorps process is a seven step process that I go through and I've gone through and I've developed over years and years and years of playing in the league and um, running my businesses and being a part of the union and, and uh, working in the locker rooms and having conversations with players over a long duration of time. And the AmeriCorps process is a process I've come up with that, has, that allows me to understand where I am, understand what I need to do, and put forth a plan to overcome whatever is in my way. And uh, in the first four episodes, we went over the, well, the first three episodes, we went over the three S's of self-awareness, self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability. Those are your three, three S's of self-awareness. If you have not or do not understand what that process is and how to go through it, I definitely recommend you always rewatch our previous live episodes. We then last week went over uh, growth mindset. Last week's, um, last week's topic was growth mindset. So after you got your three S's of self-awareness, you are now wanting to, that opens you up to having a growth mindset and being open to the idea that you can be wrong and what you are going to put in place to help learn and grow from your mistakes. So we went over growth mindset last week, and I wanna make sure that I'm sticking um, <clears throat> um, on track, because I wanna make sure, yeah, we went over uh, growth, growth, so growth-oriented and setting goals for yourself. So you are where you are today, and a goal is who you want to be or what you want to attain in the future. Well, if what you wanted in the future, if who you were now was enough to get what you, to get what you want, then that, there, there wouldn't be a goal that you're looking to attain, right? So if we're, we clearly need to improve or change, or more, not change, maybe change, but more improve who we are and what it is we're doing to become the type of person 
who is who will earn the things that we say we want from the goal perspective. So now that we have kind of implemented and laid that foundation and gone through that, today's theme is teamwork. Today's theme is teamwork. Because once you're self-aware and you start taking personal responsibility for where you are and where you want to go in life and you start taking action, right? Taking that self-initiative and then you start holding yourself accountable to that and keep being disciplined and setting goals for yourself to achieve along the path and way, you start to really flourish and grow, which now means you want to join a community of individuals who are like-minded, who are on a similar path and want to improve themselves personally, which is where team comes to play. So I'm, I'm really happy to talk about that aspect of uh, the process, which is teamwork, as many of you are part of the perfect soccer team. By joining these lives and participating in this, you are joining, you are participating in the community, you obviously resonate with the, with the message and the brand and what we're looking to grow and build here um, from a participation standpoint. And uh, teamwork makes the dream work, guys. And if we want our dream to work, we gotta work with our teammates. You guys are on our team and we're happy to have you. So. Today's theme is teamwork, and I will probably be tying every single answer to the questions you guys send my way in some capacity over to teamwork. Shannon, welcome to the live, happy to have you. Let's go. So, Sage of DBZ asks, I play right wing and have been struggling to score goals and get in positions to get goals. Again, right wing, my team has been winning, just I'm not finding the net. How to get into shooting positions? Well, huh, I like that question, because first and foremost, I would ask you, Sage, is your job as a winger to get in goal scoring positions and score goals? Um, unless you're in a 4-3-3 formation, and you're a, right, uh, you're a left-footed player on the right wing, I would guess to say that your job is not to cut in and shoot every time and to score goals. Your job is to create opportunities for your teammates so they can score goals. And I would want to know why you feel it necessary that you're the one to score goals. Is that your job in your system? Is that your role and responsibility? Or is that you selfishly wanting to score goals for yourself? So let me know the answer to that so I can uh, better help. Because remember, step one, self-honest. So be honest with yourself, ask yourself those tough questions and then let me know where you fall with that. Roman underscore soccer asks, I'm a winger and want to score more goals. Do you know any way I can get into more goal scoring positions on the field? So there you go, that's two wingers asking more about goal scoring um, positions on the field. And again, I ask, is your role on the team, teamwork, soccer is a team sport, is your role to score the goals? Is your coach playing a system that has you uh, being a focal point of scoring goals or is your job to create goals? And if your job is to create goals, I would then ask, what is your focus in the game? And are you focused on what you are supposed to be focused on in your position and your role on the field. Are you being a team player? There you go, we're tying it back to today's theme. I'm loving it. Uh, Jeffrey asks, how much do you run? Uh, that depends. In the off season, especially this off season, this was the first off season where a majority of my, my off season program was strictly steady state running, which meant I was just going, I was going for so I talk to you guys a lot about consistency over time. It's better to do a little bit every single day than it is to do a lot infrequently. So I was running every single day of the week at a steady state running of two miles every single day. So I was running 10 miles a week, a minimum. Some days I'd run up to three, but most of the time at minimum two. So steady state run at two miles, consistent every single day of my off season. And as you know, I despise running. It's the worst thing in the world for me. I do not enjoy it. But um, after having spent uh, that four months in Montreal last year, um, Remy's system is more is a French system, um, French philosophy system. A lot more uh, endurance was necessary for for their style of play. 
And um, after spending that four months there, you know, I got fit for the time that I was there and I, I did well with, um, with adapting as quickly as possible to their system, the philosophy and what was necessary and needed of me at that time. So if you guys get a chance to go rewatch game films or clips of what my role was while I was there for those four months, you'll see a lot of my job was to put pressure on the back line and then to uh, wreak havoc and make it very difficult for the number six to pick up the ball because we played a 4-3-3 system where our wingers, so you've got Piatti and Silva were very, very uh, technically gifted players and really dangerous. So my job was to pull attention in the middle and occupy the six and be very difficult uh, be the first line of defense to break us down so that we could pick up the ball and then pick the ball about wide so these guys could fly down the wing, cut in, and create chances and, and score goals. And we were very successful with that in the time that I was there. So the idea was thinking I would end up joining back with Montreal. Um, I was in my free agency year, as some of you guys know. That ended up not uh, panning out, but I was preparing in the offseason for coming back into that system. And that system would require a much... Um, stronger base of endurance and fitness. So I did steady state running every single day, um, which is opposite to, to what I've done in the past for other uh, systems that I've been a part of because usually I'm uh, uh, a well, two system striker, target, target forward, like number nine, back to goal. I'm pulling up the ball and incorporating and getting guys playing in. So maybe I need more strength. Um, I'm, I'll be playing a bit heavier. So I'd be doing more interval, interval runs with sprints and I'd be a little bit heavier. So adjusting to, again, teamwork. Adjusting your body, your style of play, and your role to fit what is in, what, what best serves the team um, in that particular system in time. Now, um, we could get into debate as to if that's the best way to go about solidifying and getting yourself to the professional level. It's a little bit different, but at the end of the day, I'm of the mindset that um, teamwork. Yo, football addicts, happy to have you. Welcome, welcome. Um, let's see, you guys know me, I end up trying to, yo, Ross, Rose, if you're still in the live, bro, give me some thumbs up. Let me know if you're still in the live. Maybe we have you hop on here and we talk a little bit about the teamwork of the 2010 MLS Cup Championship uh, team. Uh, Sage, I'm trying to see what you said. How you doing? Um, underscore Ibram, how you doing, Quincy? What up? I'm doing well. Thanks so much, Michael. Welcome. How to get in goal scoring? Yeah, uh, Sage of DBZ. I answered that. If you can let me know the answers to the question that I asked back to you, like, are you supposed to? Is that you? Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, underscore Mike asked, uh, what are some things I can show a, de a defense that has trouble defending against through balls and overhead balls? What are some things I can show? I need a little bit more context. You're saying, what are some, some things that you can do? Like, are you coaching a team and you're wanting to teach them how to to better defend through balls and overhead balls, or you're asking how to break down teams with that? Let's see. Roman's facts, I got the same question, yeah. Sorry guys, uh, had, to get, had to get through the intro, you know? Let people know where we're at. Ah, uh, okay. So, selfishly, okay, I'm seeing it now. So there you go. So Sage of DBZ said he plays in a 4-4-2 and he selfishly, he's selfishly wanting to score goals, to be honest. Thank you for being honest, right? Self-honesty is step number one. So if you want to score the goals and that's what you want to do and where you want to be, then you need to do what you need to do to become a striker forward because that's the striker's job is to score goals in most all systems. Like I said, in the 4-3-3, I was playing with Montreal last Last year, my goal wasn't necessary to score goals. It was to create opportunities for my, play, my teammates around me. And though the quote-unquote job of the, of the forward is to score goals, from the outside looking in, they say, oh, Quincy, you're not doing your job. You didn't score goals. Uh, 
for me, I'm going, look, if I'm creating these opportunities for my teammates and we are winning the game, right? We beat New York Red Bulls, who's the top of the top of the league, 3-0. We went to uh, Philadelphia, we beat them 4-1. Um, they were in the playoff race. We were beating teams. We were doing really, really well. And I wasn't scoring goals, but I was creating opportunities and I was helping my team win. And that's why I was playing and that's why I was starting. And uh, though people could have their own opinion as to, um, I wasn't doing my job as a striker. That's why I asked, what is your role on the team? What is the job the coach and the coaching staff is asking you to do within that system. And if you don't like the role or responsibility or the job they're asking you to do, then you need to find another team and go somewhere else, right? We've talked about this before. Uh, you wanna find a system that fits you and that you fit. Yeah, so, um, I like the fact that you're honest. You selfishly want to score. Okay, everyone's getting goals, so I want a piece of that pizza. Listen, if your team's winning and you're playing and you're starting, you're a part of everyone getting that pizza, and they know that, right? And if your job in the 4-4-2 is to be the wide winger, get service in the box, connect with your, your 10 to find, uh, find the strikers and create chances and goals, your focus should be on getting assists, creating those goal-scoring opportunities. Um... Soccer.hs asks, I'm a midfielder. My coach wants me to play as a fullback. Um, I'm a midfielder. Coach wants me to play because I'm better at defense than defenders. He wants me to teach someone ASAP if I want to play at my position. Should I do what he asks? What would it help me with? I'm a midfielder. My coach wants to play. Um, <clears throat> that's difficult. That's very difficult. The reason why I say it's difficult is because some coaches... Some coaches, and I'm seeing this as an issue for a lot of youth soccer, is they want to win more than they want to develop players. So if you are dead set on playing midfield and that's where you want to develop and be a player and you think that's where you have the best opportunity to, let's say, play college because your goal is to play college um, or other, then I would suggest stick to the position that, that you want to play at the next level. Um, or you feel gives yourself the best chance to get to the next level. If moving back to a defensive role creates more opportunity for you and will allow you to play longer, then I'd say change positions. Um, but that's a decision that you're, you're gonna need to make and you really gotta understand, is the coach trying to help your development or are they just trying to you know, win now at the expense of your, your development as a player? So I can't answer that question for you. That's stuff, stuff you've gotta, You've got to um, really look into and think about, but hopefully that that gives you some some uh, insight. Yeah. Okay. So Ross, football addicts. What's up? Let me see. Ross, love the sport, everyone. Yes. Oh, Ross, the baby's crying. Got to hop off. All right. Uh, D Villa, what's up? Welcome to live. Yo, Ryan. What up, son? Uh, Ryan and I had our weekly team meeting. So Ryan is uh, uh, Ryan is our B Pro general manager. So he's been the one that's helping me build out the entire B Pro mentors program. Shout out the mentors program that we finally launched and got going, guys. We're, we're currently doing the beta right now. Um, if you're watching this replay in the future, uh, we may still be running the beta or the actual live version might be up, but head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro and apply to work with us today. Um, I know a lot of people were wanting personal one-on-one -on -one soccer mentorship. Uh, we've been creating a network of pro players who are willing to connect with you guys to mentor you on an ongoing recurring basis. So if you're interested in that, like I said, that's like a serious program for serious people who are taking their soccer development seriously. If you're interested in that, make sure you go apply to uh, work with the B-Pro team today. Um, okay, Mike. Mike asks, yes, I'm just an assistant coach and I noticed that the defense is having a hard time defending those through balls. I want to help them strengthen that weakness. Okay, I'm an assistant coach and I noticed that the defense is having a Okay, so then my question, Mike, would say, does it seem like the players aren't reading the game well 
and uh, yeah, they're uh, incapable of reading the game to cut out the through ball passes, or is it is it shape wise they're out of position, which is creating through balls. So I know we're going back and forth, so I'll catch up your stuff, but hopefully that this can better help me give you specifics. Um, adorable at birth, Misty, yeah, Misty too, man. welcome to the live. Um, I have a good feeling to just play that position. I have a good feeling to just play for that position. So, okay, so uh, soccer HS, you're saying you have a gut feeling that you need to move to the new position? Or you're saying you need to stay in your current position? Um, I'm African boy, I have a talent, I want somebody to help because my dream is to become a professional football player. Well, um, upon time, um, first and foremost, I'd say get a free copy of our book, read our book, that will greatly help you. Uh, put into perspective what it's what's necessary to play at the professional level um, and then uh, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because we're, we're posting videos daily to help you improve your game no matter where you're at in the world and uh, from there you can join our private Facebook group and get your specific questions answered so we can hopefully help give you the information you need to to connect with individuals to get yourself to the level you want to play at Okay, Sage of DBZ says uh, Mo Salah uh, scores hella goals as a winger and gets assists. You are correct, um, but the system is designed for him to cut in and score score those goals, right? So what I'm at, what I'm saying is, if the system is not designed for you to be the one to score goals, if if you're not doing your number one job first so that you can try to score goals and take the glory for yourself. You're not helping yourself because you're gonna create an environment where the coaching staff may not believe that you're a team player, right? Today's theme is teamwork. And um, uh, you, you're not going to have more opportunities to play because if they think someone else can do your job better than you, they're gonna replace you. So I'm, I'm not saying not to score goals. I'm not saying not to try to score goals. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that um, don't try your best to not allow the pursuit of being the goal scorer cloud your judgment on the field, right? Don't. Don't become the type of player who would rather. Don't become the type of player who would rather get their goal and score their goal, and their team loses three one. Than be the player who, you get the assist and your team wins two one. I believe that. And I could be wrong, right? I believe the way to play the game is that where you know what you're good at, you know what your job is, you know what your role is, and you do it well. But there is a counter-argument to be said that if you score goals, no matter what position you are on the field, you are going to find a team and you're going to play. So that's true too. That's just, uh, I guess that's philosophies. And everyone's entitled to play the game how they see best fits and best suits them. Um, I guess I'm just making you aware of if you're a player who's okay with your teammates not liking you and you're a player who's okay with your teammates not uh, wanting to work with you or play you the ball on the field, then that's the decision that you make. And I've seen some amazing players and I've played with some amazing players where that's their mindset and that's why they score goals and that's why they're very, very good at what they do. Um, but I guess the difference between them and myself is I know my soccer career will end one day and I value the relationships I've built with my teammates over time more than I value being the dude who scores all the goals. So it depends on your individual goals and what you're looking to do in the game and accomplish in the game. If you want to 
go win the golden boot and be the highest goal scorer in the league, my philosophy and my mindset is not going to be the one that's going to get you that. And that's me, that's me being self-honest. You have to be selfish. You have to be looking out for number one and you have to be focused on just doing what you need to do to get goals if you're going to, if you're going to get to that, that level. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash b-e-p-r-o to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Hopefully that gives you a couple more perspectives and you can decide how it is you want to go about approaching the game. Uh, okay, so Mike said, I feel that they are not more not reading the game. Okay, so then Mike, I would suggest you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash tactical Tuesday. Um, that should forward you straight over to the playlist for Tactical Tuesday. Ross does a uh, deep tactics and IQ video every single week. I would highly suggest going through all those videos, picking out the titles of the videos that align with the formation, the system you guys play, and then watch those videos that Ross has already put together. That should hopefully give you the, um, the, uh, the ideas or the vocabulary that you can then use to convey this message to your, your players. And then you can send the video to them as well too for them to watch. And then you guys can have a conversation and discuss what everyone thinks and where they're at as a result of that. What that will help do is it will get all those players on the same page. At least to the point that you can ask them, hey, right back, what is it that you see when this happens? And maybe they're going to say, well, I see, for instance, to make it simpler, I see blue. And you'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Center backs, what do you see? And they're going to like, oh, we see red. And then left back goes, oh, what do you see? Oh, well, I see yellow, right? That right there gives you context and you can understand where they all see the game. And now you can see why there's a hole in their game because they're all seeing it differently. And usually from a defensive perspective, there's holes in the defense because uh, – Defensive players aren't all on the same page as to how they're making decisions on the field, which means there's more vulnerabilities um, There's more vulnerabilities and problems that they can get picked apart at So if you keep seeing the same issues and problems happening over and over again And they're not correcting it on their own together It's because they're not making decisions together as a unit and uh, the best way to do that is to first really get an understanding of how they each see it individually and the best way to go about doing that is to pick one of the videos of Tactical Tuesdays that best conveys what it is that you want to happen um, and then share that with them and then have a conversation with them about how they see it. And then from there, you'd be able to figure out, one, the discussion you need to have so you're all on the same page, and then from there, um, drills that you can create to recreate the problems that you keep seeing happen over and over again. So Mike, I hope that, should, that should solve that issue for you. Um, so I'd like to start uh, start for a new position and then move up to midfielder because at my own attribute level, not the team, I'm pretty bad at defense than offense. Okay, um, that's good. I mean, that's self-honest. You know where you lack, where you where your issues and problems lie, and if you have the flexibility and trust of the coaching staff to like move you amongst positions so you can get experience at each one. I would definitely say, especially if you're still in high school, go ahead and do that, you know. Gain as much experience as possible, and then as you're starting to get, let's say, junior, senior year, and you wanna go somewhere, then you wanna really solidify what position you feel gives you the best opportunity to play, to continue to play moving forward. And if that means you have to move back to a defensive role, then so be it. Um, you guys understand and know, in, the book, in my book, I talk, we talk about it, let me see what page is going on. Oh man, oh, this is the other version. Sorry, this is the older version of the book. I pull it up and I've got an image 
Uh, basically just drawing out the higher up in the ranks you go, the less time you have to make decisions on the field. And that's really what separates um, elite players from, from the average pro and then the average pro from semi-pro amateurs to the youth level. Um, CB1413, hey Quincy, I want to go to Mexico to play for a Mexican academy team and I'm 17. Do you have any advice or tips? Um, to, hey Quincy, I want to go to Mexico to play for a Mexican academy team. Well, have they invited you to come out there and are they paying for you to be there? Or are you just going there on trial on your own just to try to make it? Because um, I might lose your answer in the feed. If you're, if they're inviting you out there and they're paying for your way, then obviously I'd say take advantage of the opportunity. Um, but before you, if your goal is to play in college soccer, before you sign anything, make sure you fully understand, if you, before you sign anything or make any money, make sure you fully understand that you don't want to do anything that could uh, jeopardize your NC2A eligibility. So um, I, would, I would say that if you're trying to possibly go to college. If they aren't paying for anything and you're paying to go there on your own, then fully understand what that means. Um, generally, I won't say always and completely. Generally, it's very difficult to show up to a team, uh, show up with a team that you had to pay to show up for and travel to and go on trial with and expect to really earn anything. Most of those times, they're just using that as an opportunity to generate revenue. They're not really there to look at you and assess you. Yo, Max.Summers, welcome to the live. Yo, Ken. Ken, I don't know if you're still here, but what up, bro? Shout out, Ken. MSL, son. I hope your injury is healing okay. I played with Ken with, with the Montreal Impact. Unfortunately, I think in preseason, before I got to catch him at our uh, final preseason game, I heard he had dislocated his elbow, so he had to go get surgery for that. So, man, hoping you're... Uh, feeling better and uh, you'll be back to playing soon but thanks for the support and joining the live uh, TJ underscore one said I was at the game with the chip hey, shout out the chip it's a good time um, Max said I found your 2015 soccer card with the fire the other day yo send it in I'll sign that um, Yeah, no worries. Uh, soccer HS. I'll catch you next time. Um, yes, Ryan. Thank you. Pin that comment. There we go. Okay, Iconic asked, uh, is high school team the only way to get to a college team. No, I, uh, you know, club, your club soccer team, your youth soccer program. Um, I think high school is, high school is helpful, but I don't think it's as, as influential or as impactful as an academy, an academy team or a club team. So it really depends the level that you're playing at and where you're playing. <clears throat> Keenan, welcome to the live. Happy to have you. Um, let's see. Sage of DBZ asked, um, I was gone, did you answer the question about how to get faster? Um, I think a lot of players are, are like caught up in thinking about and focused on getting faster. And I'd say, I'd say, I'd say quickness is more important than speed. So like, let me read in the book. So I'll break that down for you. So we've got, so let's see, 51. So you've got, so we got, so I'll read a little excerpt so you got this on the speed side, right? So all good soccer players have the ability to process a lot of external information quickly, allowing them the time necessary to make the correct decision before others have a chance to react. There are two forms of quickness, mental quickness, the speed, which is the speed at which you take 
to make a decision and physical quickness, the speed at which you can carry out an action. When you're saying fastest on the team, from what perspective? The quickest to make a mental decision or the quickest to run in a straight line really far? Or the quickest to uh, manipulate the ball in a manner that keeps, that keeps the defender um, in a state of confusion because you are unpredictable? So there are many different perspectives you can take when talking about it. Okay, so there you go. So uh, Kevin, welcome to the live pin, pinch, Diaz. What's going on? So physical running in a straight line. Okay, Sage DVZ. I know that that looks good and it sounds good, but how important is that in in your overall soccer IQ? Like, how important do you believe that that is in taking your game to the next level? Unless you're saying speed is the, speed is like the number one key aspect of your game. Like, that's what makes you a great player. That's what makes you stand out to everybody else. Is that what you're saying? Good speed. Okay. Ayo Cam, what up? Welcome to the live. Um, I just want people to beat defenders like he does and just run on the wings. Okay, well then first I would ask, I would tell you, ask him what it is that he does to improve his speed and to get faster. Because I'm going to guess, but I would think that he doesn't do anything. I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably, that's just his natural speed and that's what he utilizes and gets and is focused on. And for me, I would be focusing on the things that I could do that counteract his speed, where speed isn't, speed is a, is an additional asset that I have, not the thing that I have to focus solely on. Sebastian Vivalazio? What up? Um, I can like he just is running the wings. I know what you want to do, man. Um, I understand. Uh, but you know I'm always gonna ask you if that is the best use of your effort and energy. And if you're focused on the things that aren't going to, um, if you're focused on the things that aren't going to create the, the greatest return on investment of your time and energy, right? I want you to focus on the things that, that help you get better. I want you to focus on you and what you need to do to get better and, um, not focus on what ne isn't necessarily important to improve your game. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sh go ahead and shoot your question. Okay, so uh, when you are on the field, in your mind, do you think that you are the best and that you have to prove it every time? Yes. Yeah. I think I'm the best at what I do on that day, and I will prove it in my play, in my effort, and how I approach the game. Um, are, play are players better than me? Yes, but not on that day, right? So like, A.Nunez, what up? Welcome to the live, happy you could join us. Um, yeah, it's like a balance of like, it's a balance of delusion and self-confidence, 
right? Like, um, you have to believe in yourself and your abilities. Yeah, you have to believe in yourself and your abilities and what you know you can do. And, and your job is to prove that to yourself every single day that you step on the field, every single time that you step on the, on the field. If you approach it that way, you're going you're gonna to find success, right? In the long run, you're going to find success. You're going to improve and you're going to get better. Um, sorry, just got done cleaning my room. Hey, you got responsibilities. No problem. Make sure you take care of those and then you can always join, join us after the fact just like you have. Happy to uh, have you join us on the live. Um, so Sebastian asked, how can you become a better player like in cardio juggling and like on the field because... When I'm on the field, I do things really stupid, so I need a bit of help. Okay, so, Sebastian, for me, if you're making poor decisions on the field, that's a combination of a couple of things, right? Um, one is probably a lack of repetition, so you're probably not spending as much time outside of mandatory practice and trainings doing skills and drills and technical skills and drills that are going to improve your game over the long run. So I would assume right then and there, that you're not getting enough touches on the ball and and that is directly impacting your ability to control the ball in the field. Second thing would be making poor decisions and having a lack of just cardio and cardio also impairs your ability to make good decisions because you're tired. So um, decision making comes down to repetitions again but also from the perspective of being a, a student of the game and improving your soccer IQ. So I definitely recommend that you go watch Tactical Tuesdays over on our YouTube channel because that's going to give you the, the tactical knowledge that a lot, a lot of people are talking about um, and a lot, a lot of players don't understand, which is why they're making poor decisions on the field. And then from there, you'll have a better understanding of what types of questions you want you should be asking and why you're asking them as opposed to just asking questions. Like I said, there's never any problem with asking questions. Um, but you want to know why you're asking the question so you can understand, so you can better understand how to utilize the, the answers that you receive and implement them into your, your training routine, your training program, your mindset, or any other, um, anything else that you've got going on. Uh, Poto Mac Bridges joined the live and Mario Pineda, 55. What up? Thanks for joining. Guys, you know what it is. It's the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Like I said, I believe it's episode 19.2. Um, uh, but we've got about, where we go? We've got 15 minutes left. We've got about 15 minutes left before Instagram kicks me off here because you know we're limited to the hour. We go live every single Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. I'm happy to have you guys join in, in on the live as always. And, uh, you know, we do this every week. So if you're not able to get your questions answered today, there's always next week. So you know what it is. Ah, okay, here we go. So here's one. So Sage DBZ said, I'm always asking people for advice all on all the players, but the players that are actually doing good are not asking people for advice. Uh, they're not asking you for advice, but they may be asking someone else for advice, or they may have learned something that they know is the reason why they can beat you. So why would they tell you why they're beating you? That is deep level deep level MSL. So a great strategy that you can get to after as you ask questions for a long time like I have and have many many conversations with people is you learn how to ask a question you learn how to ask questions re uh, related to something completely different than what you want to know but you can infer the answer that you need from the answer to the question that they tell you because like I said how the problems in, pr 
the problems and issues you run into on the soccer field are probably very closely related to the types of problems and issues you run into off of the soccer field. If you're not great at communicating on the field, you're probably not great at communicating off the field. If you're not great, uh, if you're not great, uh, if you're not great with being disciplined on the field, with making, with the decisions you make or uh, the effort that you put into things, you're probably not great with uh, the decision making you make off the field and the discipline you have off the field. So. So if you know that that's true, someone may not want to give you information on how to improve at a certain aspect of your game on the field, but think about an analogy that applies the same off the field that you could ask someone um, insight or questions or advice about. Right? So it doesn't have to necessarily be just about soccer. If um, Let me give you an example. So I'm going to make it up on the fly right here right now. Let's say you're talking to someone who is a poor communicator on the field. Let's say your teammate is poor at communication on the field and that's why the other team keeps beating you guys because uh, the player behind you isn't communicating with you and giving you good information to let you know that your, your player is off of your right side. So you think they're off your left, so you're turning to the left and then, then the guy in front of you passes the ball to the guy on the right, he turns around and scores the goal. Okay, that happens one time, maybe it's a mistake. Now it happens again the second time and you realize the guy behind you is not giving you good information and he's not telling you, hey, off of your right so you can step right because you're not facing that way. He can see what you can't, right? So he has a problem. His problem is poor communication, but that means you have a problem as well too, right? Your inability to communicate with him, the importance of communicating with you. So his problem, is your problem. Got it? So teamwork. There we go. We're tying it to teamwork here. So if he's a poor communicator, then you're a poor communicator. And sometimes guys will say like, well, I'm talking to him and I'm telling him he's got to tell me the guy's off the right or whatever like that and the other. And I go, okay, well, if you're telling him that and he's still not giving you that information, why? And that's where I say it's important that you understand why you're asking the question. So, I, so here's a couple different things that you can think about. Um, maybe, and there's many, so maybe he's not telling you because he wants you to fail. He doesn't want you to know that the guy's on your right because his friend is not playing and he wants you to look bad. That's one. And if that's true, is he ever going to tell you the guy's off your right side? No. And if not, what can you do about that? You can't do anything about that other than go, okay, I have to check both my shoulders now, right? It's still in your control, even if they're not helping you. Like I said, you are all you need to get to wherever you want to go or be in soccer. So you want to take personal responsibility for your development and to get to wherever you want to go, even if there's people who are holding you back. So step one, this guy doesn't want you to succeed, but that's probably not likely, right? What's another thing? Um, he's too focused on where the ball is to convey information to help you. Uh, maybe your positioning is bad and he's sick of trying to communicate to you that you're in the wrong position because you don't want to listen to it because you're a poor communicator and you think he's wrong but you're actually wrong because you can't close your mouth and listen and hear what he's saying and then try what he says as opposed to you because you know what? He can see more of the field than you. He knows what side your player's on. So maybe it's not a matter of him being a poor communicator with you, it's you being a poor communicator with him, right? That's another, that's another option. One can be the player that you're playing against is smarter than both of you and is purposely stepping to the left so he can communicate off your left and then going right after he hears you say left. You get what I'm saying? So like I said, MSL guys, this is a deep, there's a lot of meta games happening on the field. There's a lot of perspectives happening and there's a lot of things going on that you are probably unaware of, which is why you struggle to find success on the field because there are things happening that you don't understand. And here's the difference. If you don't understand something, and I do, I'm always going to beat you at the game. Right? So it doesn't matter what game we're playing. I know we're talking about soccer right now. But if I understand the rules to soccer, and you don't understand the rules to soccer, and we're both playing the game of soccer, who's going to win? Me, every time. 
Because you're going to do things that are against the rules. You're going to use your hands at one point in time, and then the ref's going to blow the whistle. You're going to be like, whoa, what's going on? What's wrong with that? You'll be like, oh, you can't do that. So, like, you go, oh, well, I didn't know. It's, it's, it's your ignorance to the rules of the game. It's your ignorance to understanding what's going on. And it's also, if you're naive to the fact that everyone's going to help you, everyone's not going to help you. <laughs> because not everyone assumes or thinks or believes that uh, there can be a win-win. There are many people who believe there can't be a winner without a loser. So they need you to lose so they can win. There's other people who are abundance mindset like me. There's win-win situations all the time. We can both win, but not in the game of soccer, right? We can draw, we both can't win. Um, philosophically, right? Someone has to win eventually, even if you go into penalties or whatever. That's the sport of competition. So I want you to understand that as well too. In the game, there are winners and losers. And if the, your opponent has information or an understanding or a knowledge or a perspective or a tactic or a strategy that you do not understand, that puts them at an advantage to win the game and beat you. So if they know that, why would they teach you that? Why would they tell you that? Why? Why would they? So then maybe you ask yourself, well, what's you? Why are you teaching that? Why are you telling me that? Ask yourself that question. Have you asked yourself, why is Quincy teaching me this? Why is he telling me how this works? Question everything, guys. Through questioning, you can gain better understanding. So that was a good one. Um, You should always ask for advice or people's opinions or their perspectives, but uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't tie your uh, confidence or your self worth to their opinions either. Right? It's finding a balance. Let's see what we got here. So yeah, guys, we got about five. Five more minutes before they cut me off here. I've had a good one. It's been it's been uh, a decent one today. I like I like the questions coming in and today's topic or theme of teamwork. It's been good. We've connected a lot of stuff to that. <clears throat> um, over on over on Instagram, you guys know I ask um, <clears throat> ask you guys to send in your questions over there too. So I'm going to pull in a couple questions over on Instagram. Um, Flea Market Diecast asks, how do players move all their stuff when they get traded or sold mid-season? Uh, a lot of guys do different different things, but in general, uh, you you've got a you've got a budget um, set aside to allocate to paying a a moving company to come and pack all of your stuff, load it on the truck, and then move it across the country. So we're still waiting on our as you guys you guys know. Uh, we've been waiting on all of our stuff for uh, almost a month now. Uh, our moving company has just com continually delayed our stuff like week after week. So sometimes you run into issues like this where, you know, after all the planning and all the things that you're doing and paying, you're still, you know, you still got to deal with uh, the uncertainty of people not uh, doing their job well. But... As you guys know, on and off the soccer field, that is that is the same. But that's that's how they deal with it. Uh, for the most part, you um, once you get traded and they're letting you know where you're going, then you work with a moving company, get all your stuff packed up and shipped out to wherever you're, you're living at. Um, yep, Instagram's telling me I've got two minutes left, so let's uh, we'll start wrapping it up. Uh, if you were a coach, what drills do you think are a need besides what you see they need in a game? I'm, I'm a big believer in um, small-sided games. I think that gives you the most repetition touches, shots, looks on goal. Um, not any particular like drill or skill. You know, I think passing patterns are good. Um, they're good to get things going, but I think 
you get the most out of small-sided games. Yo, Kevin. What up, bro? Huge fan from Bakersfield. Shout out Bakersfield. You guys know I was born and raised in Bakersfield. Kevin, thanks for joining the live, even though you're here for the last minute, man. So I'm, I'm wrapping up right now. Um, hopefully, I'll, I'll see you join us next Thursday in the next live. But guys, I've got, I've got 59 seconds before Instagram kicks me off here. I want to, I want to thank you all again for joining us for, or joining me for another episode of the Ask and Talk Pro Show. Uh, shout out everybody who joined in on the live, asked questions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this. Roscoe's live on the account every day, so if I don't get your question, you can get your question answered here. You can always get your questions answered daily from Ross, so join him. Uh, make sure you guys head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro and sign up for our bpro mentors program that we've got going on. And if you haven't got our book, perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, uh, you guys can make sure to subscribe on YouTube, watch our full videos, and rewatch all the uh, previous episodes of the Ask the Soccer Pro Show. We record them and upload them to our YouTube channel. Lots of great stuff over there. As always, thanks so much. Um, I will see you next Thursday and come with all of your questions and uh, keep putting in that hard work. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.